Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Arlo has a great set of questions for us today about Mars. So how was Mars formed and what is it made of? Arlo, thank you so much. Let's talk about Mars. Now we're actually going to start with your second question first. What is Mars made of? So Mars, like everything else that we interact with every day, is made from elements. Now the particular elements Mars is made mostly from is just like Earth. Mars and Earth are very, very similar in a lot of ways, and we're going to get into that in more detail. But it's made mostly of oxygen and iron, actually. So what are elements? Well, you can think of elements as the building blocks, the stuff that everything around us is made of. Now, elements, the smallest possible piece of an element is called an atom. And atoms are really, really small. They are super teeny, 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 tiny. They are so small that we can't see them with our eyes. We can't see them with regular microscopes either. But you put lots and lots of them together and you can get much bigger stuff. Now, right now, we know of 118 different kinds of elements. And some of them are a lot more common than others. So the most common kind of element is hydrogen. Hydrogen is what most stars are made from. When we look into space and we see those big, beautiful nebulae, those are mostly hydrogen. So almost everything is hydrogen and helium. And then a little bit of all the other stuff like carbon and oxygen and neon, gold, bismuth. Those are examples of elements. And some of them are very, very rare, like say uranium. That's an element as well. Now, you can take atoms and put them together in different ways. And those make what we call molecules. So for instance, if you have two hydrogens and one oxygen molecule and you put those together, then you get excuse me, when you have two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom, and you stick those together, you get a water molecule. Now, you need trillions and trillions of water molecules to be all together to get something big enough that we would think of as a body of water. Now, Mars, as we were saying, just like Earth, just like you, just like the tree outside your door and your cat and spaceships and asteroids, all of those are made from elements which are, or atoms together making molecules. And then the molecules make bigger, more complex stuff. Now, what is that more complex stuff that Mars is made of? Well, it's mostly rocks and metals, just like Earth. And so we think that Mars, again, just like Earth, is layered, where the denser, heavier stuff is at the center, at the core, and the lighter, less dense material is up at the top. Sometimes you hear Earth 
and Mars described as being like an onion where there's layer and layer and layer and you go deeper and deeper. There's another layer and another layer and another. And at the very core is a whole bunch of iron. Because iron is this really dense, heavy material. So knowing all of this, this can lead us to the first question was, well, how was Mars formed? Now, like everything that we talk about here, when we're talking about what happened in the distant past, humans weren't around to watch this happen. And it took place over a very long period of time, probably. So much longer than a single lifespan of a human to people to watch this. So we're putting together clues that we have to try and figure out what happened, just like a detective would do in a mystery novel. So we think that Mars formed with the rest of the solar system about four and a half billion years ago. That's a pretty long time. And that the planets, just like Earth and Mars, we formed out of the leftover material that didn't become the sun. So solar systems form when lots of gas and dust when we say gas, we mean hydrogen and helium, and dust, we mean all of the other types of elements. When that material started to be pulled together by gravity, so gravity started pulling it in, there would have been a big, big cloud of that in space. And that was the leftover material from when another star, a much older star before the sun actually exploded. And that's what a lot of those elements would have been made and actually created. And so then, those would have been pulled together by gravity. Now, gravity would have collected most of the material for the solar system in the very, very center, and that would have become the sun. But there was this leftover material that didn't make it into the sun. Not very much compared to how much is in the sun. The sun is just really, really ginormous. It is massive. It's unbelievable how much more stuff the sun is than a planet. Now, really close to the young sun, way back, billions of years ago, would have been very, very hot. And so the types of objects and planets that could form close to the sun are a little bit different than the types of objects that could form farther away where it wasn't quite so hot, where it was a little bit cooler or even quite cold. So we think that Mars, Venus, Mercury, Earth, there was another planet at the time that we called Thea that we think merged with Earth, and perhaps some other ones and lots of asteroids. These are the rocky things, and they formed from the rocks and the metals. So there would have been just little bits and pieces of those molecules we talked about. Maybe there's just a little clump of some iron or something like that. And that clump eventually would bump into another clump, and they would stick together. And then they'd be something the size of a pebble. Then there'd be lots of pebbles that were orbiting around that They were going around the baby sun. And those pebbles randomly would start to bump into each other and make things that were bigger. Things about the size of a rock, maybe about the size of your fist. And those would bump in and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And over time, we'd start to get things that were big enough that they were the size of mountains. Then we're looking at things the size of countries. And by the time we get to big rocks, just chunks of rock and metal that are 
floating or orbiting rather around the sun, those start to have their own gravity, a lot of gravity, and they start pulling material in and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of those clumps, those big balls of material is what eventually led to Mars. And one of them led to Earth and one of them led to Mercury eventually, right? So that's the process that we call accretion. So this slow building up from little getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's kind of like if you've ever made a snowball before. You start with this little clump, right? You just squeeze some snow together in your hand and then you start to roll it on the snow on the ground and it picks up more material and gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We think that's what happened with Mars. Now, remember that we said that Mars, like Earth, had layers. Well, as this material started to come together, sometimes material would come down and fall and smash into the planet. And when it did that, it would release a lot of heat. And so we think that the inside of this ball started to melt because it was so hot from all of the collisions of the material falling down and smashing into it. So then we'd have this basically a big ball of lava. And when you have a liquid and you put something that is dense in that liquid, that's denser than the liquid, it's going to sink to the bottom. So just like in the bathtub, if you put a brick in your bathtub, it's going to sink to the bottom because that brick is a lot denser than the water is. And that's what we think happened with the planets. And it explains a lot of what we see. So Arlo, thanks for this question. Because the question that we just talked about, about Mars's path, past is also our past as well. And the more we learn about Mars, the more we learn about us, the more we learn about us, the more we learn about Mars. And it is all fascinating. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Love talking about space and science with you. And if anyone listening, if any of you have questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about, please go ahead, have your folks send that into the email in the description. And as always, friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.